Go to John chapter 1. From verse 1, John 1, verse, from verse 1. Are we there? Are we there? Let's go verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. I don't want you to rush anything, okay? Let's all read, but slowly. I want you to make sure you understand what that scripture means. We're going to talk about the deity of Christ. We want to know what does the Bible say about Jesus. Let's go, verse 1. In the... Okay, can we repeat? And the word was with... Is it sinking in? Let it percolate, okay? Let's go next. And the word was God. I'm teaching you to meditate. That's what you do. When you read the Bible, don't just read like you're reading a novel. Okay? You can go through when you're doing meditation, you do this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You stop. And then you want to understand what the verse is saying. Right? So what do you do? You begin to read again. Let's go slowly. In the beginning, the word, and the word was with God. Hmm. And the word was God. Verse 2. He was with God in the beginning. Verse 3. Through him, all things were created. Without him, nothing was created that has been created. Exchange the word made in NIV there. I want the word created. If you can give me the vision that says created. Number four, verse four. In him was life. And that life was man. Verse 5. The light shines in darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Who is John talking about here? Who is he talking about? Jesus, right? He was, he's the word. That's why you got to know the what? The word. You got to carry the word inside of you. That's what works for you. It's not holding the Bible. But it's having it inside of you, the word. So in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So let's substitute where it says word. Read your Bible. Substitute where it says word, okay? Let's go. In the beginning was Jesus. 
And Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. Does it make sense now? Does it make sense to everybody? I, want, I don't want to leave anyone here because this is so basic and so fundamental in our Christian life. Without this kind of knowledge, then we are fooling ourselves. Amen. Verse 2. Jesus, where it says he, is talking about Jesus, okay? Let's read so that it makes sense. Let's substitute he, put Jesus there. Now, verse 2. Jesus was with God in the beginning. Where is the beginning? Tell me, where is the beginning in the Bible? Genesis where? Genesis 1. That means Jesus was what? He was there. Does it now make sense? Let us. Come on. Does that make sense for you now? Who was God talking to when he said, let us make men in our own image after our own likeness? Are you connecting the dots now? Can you connect them? We are now in the New Testament, but we are going back to the Old Testament so that we may connect all the dots. We may know who Jesus is, not from the New Testament like what the Muslim says. Islamic says Jesus is New Testament, but I want to prove to you from the Old Testament who Jesus was. Prophets, they talked about Jesus. The Bible was all talking about God because God is triune. God is one. But three persons in one. That means they have different functions. But they are what? One. Okay? So, he was, Jesus was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made or created. Did you find the version that says things were created? Okay, so through him, all things were created. Without him, nothing was created. Does it make sense? Let there be light. Let there be. Let there be. Let there be. Why do you know light only? What else? Let there be light and then let there be. Come on, look at Genesis 1. What was God saying in the book of Genesis? Let there be what? And what else? God said, let there be. And then what else? And then what else? Okay, homework. Okay, let there be light and there was light. When you go home, I want you to read Genesis 1. Jesus was part of that creation. He was part of the team of creation. Amen? Jesus was part of that what? Creation. He was the team. When God was creating, Jesus was there. So you cannot separate these three. The Holy Spirit was there. When you continue to read, this one is going to tell you where the Holy Spirit was. He was brooding all over what? Did you find the verse? What does the Holy Spirit is in Genesis 1? Who can pick? Okay, as I talk, I want you to pick the Holy Spirit. Show me the, where the verse, where the Holy Spirit was present. You got it? The verse. Mm -hmm. What verse is that? I want the verse. I want you to pick it. Tapsy, did you pick it? 
verse 1, chapter 1, verse what? Verse 2. Can you put it for us, Tuli? Are you having a Okay. Okay, verse 2, read it out. It says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. Do you see the Holy Spirit? Do you see him? They've got different functions, but they are what? One. So there are three persons. Persons that got different functions, but they've got what? One being. That's why we call them God. Amen. So Jesus is part of the Trinity. You saw Jesus right there, right? So when God was saying, let there be, and then he, got, he sits down in 26, 27, day, verse 26 of Genesis, I think God now says, guys, let us make men in our image, after our what? Likeness. With our personality, right? But they are making a human being. A being is what? Being made. But with a person in you who is the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit who lives in you. The Spirit has no gender. He is neither male, nor what? Nor female. So, we need to understand the difference. When you speak to somebody about humanity and Jesus, why do you call yourself God? Why do you call yourself the image of God? You need to understand, if you continue to read chapter 1, you got to understand that God created man from the dust. Is that correct? Is that correct? God created us human beings from the what? Right. He did not create, he did not create us from the dust. He formed us from the what? He formed us from the dust and he created. What did he create? Huh? If he formed us from the dust, what did he create? Him, right? He created him. Him is one. There are no two hymns. H-I-M, who is called man. So that means my body, inside of my being, my body, there is man in me, right? It doesn't mean that I am a male. Does that make sense now? Male is the house. Imran, your house that man lives in is called male. Or say, the house that man lives in, the house is called female. So the issue of gender is, has got to be understood in that fact that human beings, the man who lives inside of you is the son of God. God begat a God. Dogs, they begat dogs. Horses, they begat horses. And human beings, they begat human beings, they do begat what? If a human being gives birth to a dog, we all run away, right? We all run away because it's not normal. People practice bestiality and they, 
end up having what? Giving birth to animals. We've heard it before. It has happened in abomination. But a human being begat a what? A human being. So who did God give birth to? When he formed men from the dust, who did God begat here? Who did God begat? Who? Let's shout our voices. Come on, can I hear you? Who did God create? Who did God? The man, right? So there's one man in all of us. There's one man in all of us. It doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that we are men. I'm not a male. I'm a female. But inside of me resides spirit, one man. He has no gender. He's neither male nor female. That's why he's unlimited. That's why he's unstoppable. That's why he can do what men can also do. Even though he has got his, my body has got its own role. Right? You understand? This house has got a different role from the male role. My husband's role is different from my role as a woman in our marriage. You understand? We are not trying to be equal. Come on. I know my role. That's why I submit to the authority of my husband. That's why I accept that he's the head of my house. That's why I accept he's the priest of my home. He's just playing his role as a male. You understand? And I submit because I'm playing my role as a what? As a woman. But it doesn't mean that his spirit, the man inside of him, is greater than the man in me. We are all God. Psalm 82, verse 6, right? Psalm 82, verse 6, right? It says, if he made us what? Gods. Who can change that? Okay. I want to talk about the deity of Christ. And there. Jesus confirmed his deity in John chapter, John chapter 10, 34, I think. And 35, I think. Should be John 10, 34 and 35. Where Jesus is confirming his deity together with us. He's confirming deity together with us. Are we there? John 10, 34. John chapter 10, verse 34. So the, the Bible, we believe what it says because it's the earliest historical, reliable source that actually shows us that Jesus is God. Amen? So, how are you? You should know the Old Testament and the New Testament because when the Islamic is trying to convince you to believe that Jesus is a prophet, was one of a prophet like Muhammad, right? They use their Quran and they go to Surah 119 that talks about the prophet Muhammad, right? Don't sleep in church. But I want you to understand that you've got to prove in Quran. In Quran, I'll teach you. I'll give you the scriptures. Bible study, you do that on Wednesday. Bible study. I'm going to give you scriptures from the Quran. Um, okay, so it's different from us. How the Quran is like, it's different from our Bible. I'll prove to you that the God of the Bible is not the same with Allah. And I also prove to you 
Who is Allah? Where did he come from? And I also teach you, Jesus in the Quran, how misinterpretation comes in. Because Muslims remember they are sons of who? They are sons of Ishmael. They are sons of, who is Ishmael? Son of who? Abraham. So they left Yahweh and picked this God they call Allah. But they are our brothers. Come on, amen? So you need to know the word. I'm about to close. Alright, so John 10, 34, 35 says, Jesus answered, is it not written in your law? I said, you are what? You are God's. And then go to the next verse. Verse 35. Verse 35, what does it say? Let's read if it's once it's there. Let's read. Go. If you've got your Bible too, just look at it. Verse 35. Let's read if you are there. If we call them God. If, who, who is he talking about if he? Who is, who is talking here? Are you able to separate what that verse 35 is saying? Verse 35. Look in your Bible. John 10 verse 35. I want you to Bridget, I want you to understand so that you can separate when you read the word of God to know who God is talking to so that you don't place yourself in a wrong position when you pray. Who has got verse 35? Read it out. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken. If he called us gods, who can say it's not correct? Because the scripture cannot what? Be broken. That's why in Psalm 82 verse 7, it says if you don't know who you are, you'll die like what? Mere man. Ordinary man. You got to know who you are and you got to know who Jesus is. So Jesus is the divine Messiah who was prophesied by Isaiah that a virgin shall what? A virgin shall what? Isaiah 9. Let's go to Isaiah 9. He was prophesied 700 years before Jesus appeared. Isaiah prophesied the coming of the Messiah. Where does God prophesy or tell us that Jesus is going to become human? Who knows? Where in the Bible does God talk about Jesus coming to the earth to die for you and me? Where? Who remembers? Genesis. I'm taking you back to Genesis. Genesis. Does anyone remember where God said Jesus shall come to redeem you from your sin? Genesis 3, right? When men sinned, remember, right? When men fell in the garden of Eden, right? When the serpent did what he did with Adam and Eve. Remember God telling the serpent, right? That the son of man shall watch. What shall he come and do? He shall come and what is he going to do? Crash what? Right. Right. I, I think I don't want to throw a lot of things. I don't want to confuse you. I really want you to understand who Jesus is. 
Amen? So God promises world after the fall of the first Adam. Amen? After the fall of first Adam, there are two Adams. There's the first Adam who is Adam, our father. And then who is the second Adam? Jesus is the second Adam, right? So, I want you to, I want to differentiate who is Jesus and who is Christ? Jesus Christ. Who knows who is Jesus and who is Christ? Who wants to give a try? Who is Jesus? Anyone wants to try? Who is Jesus and who is Christ? Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus? Is that your same name? Is that his same name? Jesus Christ? No. Okay, Elder, do you want to help? So, Jesus was uh, the, the human who was born to the Virgin Mary. And uh, Christ was the being that was inside of Jesus. Amen. So Thank you. They knew that the, Christ was going to come, but the question was, is Jesus the Christ? Which is why... They, Which was the big deal with the Pharisees, the Sadducees, like and all those um, scholars, the theologians in the Bible, right? They had a problem to accept Jesus because they were wondering if he is God, how can he be born by Maria that we know? You understand the problem? You understand what the misunderstanding is? Jesus was the child in Matthew 14, uh, I think Matthew 2, it talks about Jesus' birth. Matthew chapter 2. Child with his mother Mary, right? Jesus was born by Mary. God could not come a spirit among us to do justice to what we had done. So a human being, because humanity, human being, remember, we're the only entity, the only people we were authorized to come on this what? On the earth. We are the only entity. If you don't know this, the devil will take advantage of you. This is why even God needs permission to use a human being. The devil also needs a body to use a what? A human being. Because you are the only entity, humanity, you and me. We are the only, only entity that is supposed to be operating on earth. Not even God, he owns it. It's his. That's why he asks Abraham, should I go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? He wanted men's of agreement. You understand what I'm trying to say? Even the devil, he also needs your body. He needs your permission and authority to use you to hate somebody. Devil cannot just come and hate Piola right now. He needs my body. Then he will come and invade me. He sits inside of me. He, say, he says, you are nothing. You are rubbish. I hate you. I'm going to fight you. Because he has to use my body. And then God also has to invade me. And he says, I love you. I got to hug you. It shall be okay. It's going to be okay. God he also needs my body. Because they are both spirit. And spirit cannot operate on this earth. Just a spirit. That's why demons, when they go out, they hang in trees somewhere there. We take demons from under, under trees. 
If you, when you cast out demons, you hear them. Oh, yeah, she, she picked me from underneath a tree. Why? Because it's a spirit, right? It needs a body. Once it comes in you, it goes out. The Bible says that, right? It will come and it will go out. And it will come back again to try and see the house. The Bible says it's a what? House. The demon will say what? I'm going to go back into my house and check. Amen. So, we see Isaiah 9, verse 6, 700 years before Jesus come. 9, verse 6, it says, For to us a child is born. To us a son is what? Given. Am I right? To us a child is what? Do you, does it make sense? Does it make sense? Are we there? Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is what? Who was born? Right. Who was born? And the next part says what? Unto us a son is what? Who was given? Christ was given unto? Does that make sense? And the government, that's the dominion that we walk in. And the government shall be upon whose shoulder? And you will be called what? Mighty what? Mighty who? Mighty who? Confirmation is God, okay? Mighty God. Everlasting what? Prince of what? Do you see Trinity there? Do you see union there? Jesus, one with the Father. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 7, 14, it was predicted, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? What does Emmanuel mean? Emmanuel literally means God with us. Matthew 1.23, Jesus was God with us. So God and the Father is the same. And then as we move forward, a couple of hundred years later, before the coming, before the coming of Christ, after the prophecy of Isaiah, Daniel, he prophesies about the coming of Christ again. Daniel 7, verse 13 to 14. There before me was one like a son of man. Do you understand when the Bible says son of man now? Do you understand what it means, son of man? The son of God and son of? Right. The son of man is Jesus, born by Mary, the virgin Mary. And the son of God is Christ, right? Does that make sense now? Now Daniel says, Therefore before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All people, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. The kingdom of God can never be what? The kingdom of God can never be what? What did Jesus bring? What did Jesus bring? The kingdom, right? What did we lose? In Genesis 3, what did we lose? The kingdom, right? Dominion, the, the word in Greek, it is called mamlakak or basilia in Hebrew. That, words, that word 
It means sovereignty. It means power. It means rulership. It means kingdom. You understand? It means power. The same word, dominion, when it is described in Hebrew and Greek, it means all these things, rulership, power, kingdom, dominion, authority. That's what it means, the word dominion. Amen. So what we lost, what we lost, what we lost, what we lost, what we lost as humanity, we lost kingdom. We lost a kingdom, an earthly kingdom that God had given for us to rule, to dominate, to have sovereignty over. We lost it. We handed it over on a silver platter to the devil. That's why the Bible calls him the God of this world. You are supposed to be the God. But we handed it over. Does that make sense now? You need to be able, we have got this new world order coming. And we have got this new generation coming. If you don't get it, you young people, you are not going to be able to witness. You are not going to be able to witness. You need to understand this. We did not lose salvation. We lost a kingdom. This is the kingdom he's talking about here. It will reign forevermore. His kingdom we understand the three stages of salvation, right? We understand the three stages of salvation. The last one is when Jesus is going to, on the second advent of coming, right? That's when the dominion is going to fully be in fully fledged. We will rule with Christ together. So his kingdom will rule forevermore. Amen? Because of my time, I'm going to jump on, come to the New Testament. Let's do Matthew. I think let's keep Matthew. Matthew talks about the birth of Christ. 4,000 years after the silence. From Malachi to Matthew, right? From Malachi to Matthew, there is a space there. There is a gap. The silence of God for all those years. And then in Matthew, we hear now what is going on. The birth of Jesus Christ, the son of man. Amen? From Malachi to Matthew, we now see the fulfillment of Isaiah. There are so many scriptures in the Old Testament, but because of my time, I will not be able to do, uh, go through that. We now see the coming of Jesus Christ. As we continue, we see Jesus doing ministry. He was only, he did ministry for only three years. He lived until the age of 30 as humanity. This is why you need to understand he would be hungry just like you are. He would be tired and he would sleep just like you and me. He would be angry and he would curse you brood of vipers, sons of the snake. He would be angry. He would take his whip. He would go in the temple. He would chase them with them. Tell them to get out of his father's house. He had the feelings of a human being. He thinks like a human being. He knows what you are going through. This is why Jesus understands our humanity. He knows how you feel. He knows what worries you. Jesus is God. God understands us. He understands humanity. There are so many people who are going through trouble, who are going through persecution, who are going through trial, who are suffering, and they think God does not understand. He understands. He has lived it. 
But one thing he did not do, he did not sin. He did not sin so that he will fulfill what was prophesied by Isaiah, the redemption of humanity. So we saw Jesus being revealed in the book of John, but coming all the way from Genesis. All the prophets, what they were talking about, from the book of Genesis to Malachi, all those prophets, all those prophetic things, don't worry about trying to prophesy certain things. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? If you want to make it in this spiritual journey, take it from me. Don't worry about a lot of things. Give your heart to Jesus. Focus on Jesus. When you pray, understand Jesus. Understand the word. Believe what he has said. And speak it over your life. Because the word of God became flesh. And it dwell among us. It dwell. Who is the verse? Pick it up. He dwelt among us. Jesus came and then he became flesh. He dwelt among us. He knows how we feel when you are in pain. He knows your pain when you are thinking wrong things. He knows what it is like because you was tempted in the wilderness. Devil came. A lot of people think Jesus was tempted by the devil. He came like Satan in his horns. No, he came in, in, in his mind. Your mind is dangerous. That's where the devil operates. When he realizes there's something for you to grasp, he tries to make you think about, did, you, did that check go through? Because he knows if you grasp what I'm saying, you are never going to be the same again. You never love the devil to kick you left, right, and center. You will stand with confidence when you pray, you claim what is rightfully yours. In the name of this Jesus, the Bible says he has exalted the name of Jesus above every other name and then Jesus says if you ask anything in my name in whose name in whose name in whose name even demons they do it they tremble give me Ephesians 1 it says principalities demons rulers of darkness powers we put where under his feet you got to understand, our kingdom is within us. We are ruling on this earth. It's not a physical kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom. He gave back to us authority. He showed us how to reign in dominion. Even he went to a fig tree. He cast the fig tree. What was he trying to do? Showing power over nature. Power over nature. He sees the storm in the sea with his disciples. What does he do? Calm down. He was showing us how to use this dominion. So when you are sick with COVID, somebody, you don't die. You speak in the name of who? Come on, somebody. What name do you use? There is power in the name of? Nothing else, Jesus. Nothing else but Jesus. Hallelujah. In my closing, I think it's the book of Philippians. That talks about, I think, Philippians 2, 8 and 9. If you can give that one. I'm closing now. I will not finish. I have not finished. I was just introducing. I left a lot of scriptures because my time is gone. But let me tell you one thing. 
He exalted the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. That you can ask anything that you want. You can ask anything that you want. In the name of who? In the name of who? In the name of Jesus. He has exalted him. Philippians chapter 2. Let's look at verse 8, I think. I think I'll start from verse 6. Who being in the very nature of God, who being in, in, very, in the very nature, who being in very nature God, who are we talking about here? Who are we talking about here? Who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Do you understand? Verse 7. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a what? A servant. Being made in human likeness, God humbled himself to come and enter the womb of Mary, a human being. God humbled himself. He came and fitted her into Mary's womb, became a child in Mary's womb. What humility, what love that God can leave heaven to come and fit into a woman's womb. Come on, somebody. Verse 8. And being found in appearance as a man. You are now understand, right? And being found in appearance as a what? A man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to what? To death even on a cross. What does this mean? It means he accepted your sins. He took every sin that you had. He put it on himself. If you are a murderer, he took that murder. Robber, he put it on himself. If you were a prostitute, Jesus took that and put it on himself. If you were whatever gossiper, he took it and put it on himself. This is why the Father could not look at Jesus at the cross because he was weighed down by sin. God cannot stand sin. That's why he says, My Father. My father, why hast thou forsaken me? Why have you left me? Because he was weighed down by the sin of humanity. Your sin and my sin. Jesus bore it on the cross. Verse 9. Therefore, come on somebody. Therefore, let's read together verse 9. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. Hallelujah. That is the mention of the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under, under the marine spirit has got to bow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Husband, wife must bow. Spiritual husband has got to bow under the sea. There is no other name except the name of Jesus. When you arrive in a place, God has arrived. God has entered. Three in one inside of me. Three in one inside of me. You are stronger than a witch doctor. You are stronger than a nganga. You are stronger than anything else. You are stronger than COVID because three in one is in you. No other name. No other name. 
above on this earth and under the earth shall men be saved. Every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. To the glory of the Father. God will do it for you. Not for you. For himself. Every good thing that God does, it's not for you to take glory. It's for himself. If he heals us from COVID, it's for himself. We shall testify. We went to church. We were not sick with COVID. Because if we are sick, the world is going to laugh at God. Come on, somebody. He has to protect his name. He has to protect his reputation. God has to protect his integrity over my life. Do you understand? you understand? I want you to stand up. If you believe that there is no other name, what situation is standing before you? What situation? What do you want? He says, ask. Anything you want, it shall be given to you. Whatever you need shall be given. Whatever you want shall be given to you. In my name. He says if you pray. In my name. The Father. The Father will honor your prayer. In my name. I want you to know. We don't pray to Jesus. Uh-huh. We don't take our request to who? I want to correct you so that when you pray, your prayer makes sense. You don't pray your request to Jesus. No. That's wrong. You take your request where? To the Father. Through who? The name of Jesus. So you're going to pray. What need do you have? He says, ask anything in my name. Ask anything in my name and it shall be given you. Anything in the name of Jesus. Diseases has got to bow. Pain has got to bow. Demons have got to bow. Remember, remember Ephesians 2 verse 6. It says we are seated. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We are seated with him in Christ Jesus in the heavenly places. He made all principles and powers. He placed them under whose feet? I, 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 I need to read your Bible. When you go home, read Philippians. Uh, read Ephesians. Chapter 1 from verse 18. It says everything, powers, principalities, rulers of darkness, they were placed under Jesus' feet for the advantage of the church, for the advantage of the body of Christ, for your own advantage. You got an advantage, but if you are ignorant, you are so afraid the devil will kick you left, right and center. Open your I begin to pray. You got what you want in the name of Jesus Christ. Not by mighty, not by power, but by the name of Jesus. By his spirit, he will do it for you. The name that is above. Every other name, raise your voice, begin to pray. What do you want? What do you want? Masatarabakasha. Renderebeketete. Riandarabakashataya. Masete terebohaya, Marika tarabasata, Mariandere belebosha, Rika tarabasata, Muriandarabakasataya, Moriandarabakashimaha, Helabakaya maha, Hita tarabashete, 
My Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Nothing is impossible with God. You say in your word, in the book of Jeremiah 17, you say, Behold, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for you, God? You cannot expose us for coming into your presence. You cannot expose our children to COVID for coming into your presence. My God, our trust is in you. Our hope is in you tonight. We trust in you, oh God. Our faith is in you, oh God. Oh, we have nothing but the name of Jesus. The name that is above. Oh, every other name. My God, we speak of this name. I want to close John 14 verse 18 it says whatever you ask in my name that will I do that the father may be glorified in the son that the father God does it for his children not that we may show off but that we may show off the glory of God that we may glorify his name everything he does if you still think about yourself selfishness you will not receive because God wants glory he knows if he does it for you and your mentality and your attitude you will take and show off your glory you will take the glory of God and put yourself to be God who did it that's why it's slow because you are trying to show off you are trying to make your friends see make them jealous that God did for this for me no 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 you need to pray from today change your prayer say God this is for your glory Lord this is for your glory if people see me this way they will not glorify your name do it for your glory do it for your name's sake oh God do it for your glory I want you to pray one more time say you said whatever I ask you will do it as long as it is according to your will it's not for the world. It's for your glory, Lord. It's for your glory. It's for your name's sake, oh God, that the world will glorify your name, that the Son will be glorified, that God will be glorified in the Son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.